following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody and welcome back to the retroactive sports podcast for all your wonderful sports history here on the network and wherever you get your podcasts this is justin basketball the new sport from the canadians watch them as they try to put the ball into the peach basket how will they get the ball out nobody knows that dr nate smith is quite the looker they want to say looker Okay. All the girls are swooning over Dr. James Naismith. Those boys are going to be ready for basketball or, or baseball season after all this basketball. Look at all those short shorts, practically up to their crotches. All right. This is the Retroactive Sports Podcast. Uh, Watch episode. them as they slowly bend over to pick up the basketball. I am your host, Andrew Lenz. And Those succulent hams just out on display. And introducing my co-host, Mr. Johnny Townsend. Hello, I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the day. I tried something new. I did this not say your fault. <laughs> and your fault. You know what? Just, it, you know, it is my fault. I knew I opened up Pandora's box and I'm trying to close it <laughs> and it's not closing. Uh, this box won't close like the peach baskets that Dr. James Naismith himself made. It took them 20 minutes to get the ball out after a score. What fun. So Today we are. Ooh, ah, that's the ladies just a swooning over Dr. James Naismith. Look at him in his sex. I think he wore glasses. His sexy glasses. Yeah, he did wear glasses, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm just putting that because he was a doctor. I'm just assuming he did. (laughs) Yeah. But today we are continuing our NBA kind of history draft, but we are doing the we're doing a draft where we could pick nobody from the 75th anniversary team. Also, if the player is not retired, they have to have at least 10 years of NBA experience in there. So we're not just filling it up with active players. The we main have- player on this team, uh, Johnny Townsend, he also has a day job on top of playing basketball. He works at a car lot. Go buy a car from Johnny. And joining us back is Mr. <laughs> Brian Finch. From the Autotune podcast and cash crafting and drafting, I cannot even talk. Brian, I know you just said you did not sign up for this, and that is a 100% lie. You know the minute you saw Johnny Downs' name, you know what you were getting into. As long as I'm not asked to join in on the old-timey voices. or and In fact, actually, Andrew, I need to, I need you to just do the intro again, but do it uh, in uh, doing a narrative of... Clone Wars, real quick, because that literally was <laughs> your voice was a almost a copy and paste version of the guy that does the intros for Clone Wars. Uh, oh, watch out for the Republic. <laughs> that is the only reason why I watch the Clone Wars. Honestly, I I'm not a big Clone Wars animated series fan. Uh, that might get me into some trouble. I it, Anakin Skywalker. I think he'll grow up to be a little something something. <laughs> I was more of a. Rebels. I thought Rebels was better. I don't know. Maybe because it was kind of a different story. You're not wrong. But I love the old timey voice. And when I heard that Clone <laughs> Wars was the, that was the only reason why I was like really into Clone Wars was I was like, I couldn't wait for this. General Grievous, just how many arms does he have? 
<laughs> so we're oh, well, girls get out of it this time. We're we just got jamming. We got Brian. We got him. <laughs> we are actually jamming all of our podcasts together <laughs> with <laughs> the Nostalgia Funhouse and airing of your grievances all right here on this one podcast. There I bet that we're crafting a nostalgia. Yeah, we got. Uh, oh, I forgot about crafting. We're crafting, crafting. A, we're crafting a grievous nostalgia house. <laughs> What's yeah. this beautiful scent shot from one general grievous? <laughs> Basket so, made two points. So we are two doing... points to the empire. <laughs> it just doesn't stop. It's my fault. I keep laughing. I'm encouraging. <laughs> it does encourage. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> So, you just let me bomb, then I'll laugh myself, and then it'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> so we are, we are, like I said, drafting NBA, an NBA team, uh, nine rounds, so eight players, one head coach. Non cannot pick anybody from the 75th anniversary team, and if they are active, must have at least 10 years of NBA experience. Uh, we will be drafting, like we did last time, the head coach first. And whoever has last pick gets to pick the head coach first. But our draft order for players go Brian, Johnny, then myself, snake draft. And to kick everything off, because I do get to pick the first head coach, and I'm writing everything down, so I already had, I already had this guy written down, which kind of shocked me because I did make a comment about Eric Spolstra being on that 75th anniversary list. But I was shocked to see this guy wasn't, and that is Mr. Rudy Tomdanovich. Tom Janovich. I don't know if it's oh, because of Kermit Washington blasting him in the face. He once got punched so hard he almost died. That is facts. That's the truth. He did almost <laughs> die. That is a legitimate fact. That's he not got good. punched so hard on the basketball court he literally almost died. That's the that's a real that's, thing that happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not ideal. And the other player just got a foul. But as a, as a head coach. He has two NBA championships, and he was an NBA All-Star Game head coach in 1997, coaching with the Houston Rockets and the Los Angeles Lakers for a cup of coffee. He also got punched in the face when he was a member of the Houston Rockets by a Los Angeles Lakers. So it works out all good, full circle there for yeah. Rudy yeah, Tom. Wow. wow, what a career. <laughs> <laughs> we need to discuss more of Rudy Tom Jonovich and Kermit Rudy T is Rudy T is I like to call him because I can't pronounce words. <laughs> <laughs> so, Johnny... Yeah. Do you have your head coach? I sure do. I'm going to go with a guy that not only do I think is a great teacher, but he was also one of my favorite commentators. I think he still does it, though. He's getting up there in age now. And I'm going to go with Coach Hubie Brown for my. I like that one. He's he won Coach of the Year a couple times. Uh, but man, what a what a teacher! Uh, anytime he, I felt like anytime he was talking basketball, and I was able to listen, I learned something. Coach Hubie Brown coached for the Hawks, the Knicks. And the Grizzlies and two-time NBA Coach of the Year and won the Chuck Daly Lifetime Achievement Award. There we go. I like Hubie Brown. I do too. Because he... I don't have an opinion on him. <laughs> you don't? I, I don't. He's old. He's <laughs> well, I can't deny that fact. Yeah. Yeah. He's old now. He wasn't always old. That's that's the weird thing about that. <laughs> you know what? You're right. We should open up an investigation about this. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't always old. Now he no. Oh, at one time he was young. <laughs> at one time he wasn't even born yet. That's... Oh, God, you're blowing my mind. Back Those when were... they were peach baskets. Jeez, <laughs> <Those> Brian. <laughs> Who's this? It's a young Hubie Brown. Wait, why am I getting yelled at for him doing the voice? Because again? you started up. We calmed it all down. <laughs> There's Hubie Brown. His parents brought him to the basketball court. All right, all right, all right. I'll take blame. Head coach. <laughs> Who you picking, Brad? 
Yeah, I don't know. I think for funsies. Funsies? Mm -hmm. I'll take Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> I was all ready to write down Jeff when you said Van Gundy, and I was like, wait, he said Stan. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know if he's like. I don't know if he was ever good, but I also know like he, like his teams because like he was the Pistons coach, right? Or yeah, for a, little bit, for a little bit. Yeah, I remember when he took over that team. Like they they changed how they played, and they did. They actually like wanted to play for him, and I feel like he's like a really good players coach. So, and he's he gives good interviews. He's he's got one of the better on court personalities, I think. Yeah. I would have went with his brother just because his brother would literally throw himself in the middle of those fights. Yeah, his brother should <laughs> just not. hanging on, just hanging on the Alonzo morning for dear is life. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff is Jeff is his brother, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's the better one, probably. He had the better teams, though. That's the way I always look at it. Yeah, he did have a good Knicks team. Yeah, when the Knicks were good, I know it's been forever. <laughs> but I think I think I think Stan, plus Stan the man. I mean, come on, so can't fault it. Stan Van Gundy coach for the Heat, the Magic, the Pistons, and the Pelican. And he was a two-time NBA All-Star head coach. Oh, two-time. Two-time. So, Brian, now you get the first pick for players. This is really hard. I'm going to take a guy right off the bat here. Okay, Chris Collinsworth. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do a good Chris Collinsworth because I don't like him. Anyways, I like this guy, but not lately. He's been kind of a jerk. <laughs> he makes our criteria by like this much. I'll take him? Kyrie. I'll take Kyrie. Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie he's, basically, he's, huh? <laughs> he's basically what? <laughs> I had too many jokes that I probably can't say. <laughs> yeah. Just because of what he got in trouble for. <laughs> he's got himself in some uh, hot water for sure lately. Yeah. Um, all they say he's close to coming back now, though. He's almost met all that criteria. <laughs> yeah, good for him. I'm sure he totally me meant every word that he oh, said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he, the reason that he needs to be on my team and he needs to be my first pick, I don't know if he's worthy of the first overall pick. Um, but for me, he's the player that won me my first championship rooting for real, a real professional sports team. I had been a Cavs fan since LeBron James entered the league. I had not had a team for a long time. I used to be a Bulls fan back in the day. Uh, I'm a little bandwagony when it comes to my basketball teams. But uh, anyways, I waited a long time. Like I was like LeBron's drafted in 03. Does that sound right, Johnny? Yeah. Yeah, right in there. He's from Duke, too, I think. So that's why I never liked him. <laughs> and then they don't win that championship until 2017. He was on some bad teams before LeBron showed up, that's for sure. So as LeBron was there, then he left, and they got him, yeah. and then LeBron came back. Right, the oh. very next day, like the cat. <laughs> the cat. <laughs> LeBron came back the very next day. <laughs> Kyrie Irvin is a one-time NBA championship, seven-time NBA All-Star MVP, NBA All-Star game MVP, and uh, that's pretty much about it. Yeah, anyway, well, we first, do... first team all NBA rookie. First team all the world is flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think though that he's one of the the most talented players. He's very talented. I don't think anybody ever questions his talent. Like that's not no. remotely any issue with him when it comes to his 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 career. Like playing wise, obviously this dude's incredible. Mm -hmm. Plus, I get to, I like taking guards first. Part of my test. oh, you're a different guy. I'm a I'm a front court guy. I can see that. I, I always have been. Johnny, who do you got? Uh, oh man, 
I'm going to go I might have with to. oh I think I got to do it. I think I got to do it. I'm going to do it. I, he was the first name I put on my list. And even though I don't think either one of you would take him, I have to take him for my heart and soul. I got to go with Glenn Rice for my first pick. Johnny, you know I would have taken him. He, small forward. He's on my list. Oh, he's on. Uh, one of the, uh, I mean, you talked about it earlier, Andrew, criminally, criminally underrated. One of the better shooters in the NBA ever. Uh, when he was on the Hornets, he would drop. 30 points like it was nothing, not in, not out. And he's actually won a championship with the Lakers later on in his career. So I'm going with Glenn Rice as my first pick. Michigan guy, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Glenn Rice, one-time NBA champ, three-time NBA All-Star, one-time NBA All-Star game MVP. And that is wraps up Mr. Glenn Rice. More importantly, uh, if you used him in NBA Jam, the dude was a eight uh, gr- a green eight in dunking, and I believe a green eight as well in three point shooting. There we go. There we go. The NBA Jam team. He's on fire. Helicopter. That should be our. Ne- that's that's a good nostalgia funhouse type one. All NBA Jam team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, where do I want to go? I did have Glenn Rice because he is just cl- criminally underrated. Everybody talks about shooters and nobody ever brings up Glenn Rice. Yeah, it, it drives me bonkers. <laughs> it's like he was probably up there with the Ray Allen of his day. 100%. 100%. All right. Let's see. Johnny might hate me for this one. I already do. But my first pick is a man that was actually in a rap verse by Shaquille O'Neal. And it's not Christian Leitner. But it is Alonzo Mourning. God knew it. <laughs> if anybody knows how I like to build my teams, it is through the middle or just right in the middle. And I need a strong rebounder, blocker, defender. Oh, man. Uh, my next pick is, man, it was either Alonzo or Avitas, but I decided to go Alonzo. I think I got to go Vince Carter. God, you're taking them off my list left and right. <laughs> I got to go Vince Carter, and I'm going to put him at a shooting guard. I got to go Vince Carter. Oh, man. Uh, and I got to read off what Mr. Alonzo Mourning and what Mr. Vince Carter did. Because I just, he is probably the biggest snub out of anybody, Vince Carter. For what he did in the NBA, like he literally saved the Raptors. The Raptors, I don't think, would be in Toronto today without Vince Carter. But Alonzo Mourning is one-time NBA champion, seven-time NBA All-Star, one-time NBA All-First Team, All-NBA, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, and two-time All-Defensive First Team. And Mr. Air Canada himself, Vince Carter, his stats go as follows. Eight-time NBA All-Star, also has a great show on ESPN+. And that is pretty, and Rookie of the Year. So eight-time NBA All-Star and Rookie of the Year for Mr. Vince Carter and Alonzo Moore. And those are those two. So, Johnny, it is back to you. It's back to you, Johnny. Back to you, Johnny. All right. My next pick is going to – I think I need a center as well. And if I don't take him, I feel you're going to take him. And I got to go with Sabonis. I'm going to go with Arvita Sabonis. Um, Man, what's sad is even though he was spectacular in the NBA, he was even better before he got here. And – Man, probably a lot of people consider him one of the best basketball players that we never got to saw in, in his prime because he played overseas. Oh, he is criminally underrated. He was like the Joker before the Joker. Yeah. The way that he was a big man, but he could move around the ball and everything else. He 
I can't get enough of a Vita Sabonis. Yeah, I feel like if I'm teaming him up with a shooter like Glenn Rice, I'm I'm in uh, already doing well scoring wise. Yeah, we just found out that he was in the '86 NBA draft, <laughs> but he didn't start playing in the actual NBA until '95. Yeah, that's and he doesn't have a whole lot of NBA accomplishments, but if you just look at it. World Cups, he's won. Russian League Championships, he's won. He's just dominated over there. And his son plays now, and his son actually isn't that bad either. He's not. I don't think he's as dominating as his dad was, but he's still pretty good. I love some Evita Sabonis. Ryan, who are you pairing up with Kyrie? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you talk to Kyrie before you make this pick? No. no. <laughs> he's going to have to just deal with it. I want to see Kyrie and Stan Van just have conversations. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I didn't even realize that until you said it. You probably just made the most volatile rock locker room ever. I just want this is a reality TV team already. Well, I don't know if I can make it much better or worse with this next pick. I don't I don't know which way to go. But um gonna fill my hole at small forward with who I believe to be one of the most underrated outside shooter, perimeter shooters uh to ever play in the game, Manu Ginobili. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yep, fantastic and player. He played with really good players around him, but I think still, like if you plug him in minus anywhere really bad, I think that he has close to the same career. But obviously, an elite system. Um, Popovich knew exactly how to use him. He was such a weapon, and he he was like a silent assassin. <laughs> you didn't hear a lot of this dude. Mano was uh was a shooting guard. I do think he played some small forward sometimes though. Yeah, no, I can picture him in the wing, right? Yeah. I think he did both, but I mean, it it don't matter. I mean, we'll figure it out later on. It no, is it. No. Yeah, it's it's shooting. I thought he played small forward too. Yeah. Uh, basketball yeah, reference only has shooting guard. Well, that's okay. Uh, I think I'm filling my four here. You'll tell me. Um, part of one of the most fun teams I've ever rooted for. I'm not going to say I was a fan of, but when LeBron James took his talents uh, down to South Beach, another man came from the cold north, and uh, I need Chris Bosh on this. Yeah, that's a healthy great Chris player. Bosch great players. He neutralized you so quickly with the the space that you had to give because, you know, he'll he'll dunk on you all day and, and play underneath, but at the same time, don't don't sleep because you'll slip out and you'll knock down those threes. One of the most hybrid fun players to ever watch play, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. So Mano is a four-time NBA champion, two-time NBA All-Star, one-time six-man of the year, and that is it for Mano. Chris Bosh is a two-time NBA champion, 11-time NBA All-Star, and he also was first-team All-NBA as all-rookie NBA first-team. Yeah, man. Two good picks. Two solid picks there, Brian. I know you got two guys off of my list. Yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen. Man, impressive, impressive. All right, my turn. I am going to add some some style and some flash to my team, and I'm going to add one of my favorite players growing up, uh, the Rain Man himself, Sean Kemp. Ooh. <laughs> I saw Andrew's reaction. One of the greatest power dunkers of all time. Another great team to play with an NBA jam. Oh, yeah. I love the Sonics, which is weird, isn't it? Because I was such a diehard Bulls Jordan fan that I would I was also a fan of the the Seattle Sonics. But uh, <laughs> I love I love the glove, dude. Gary Payton, I was such a huge fan of. Oh yeah, and then, and then 
in so facto also end up being a fan of Sean Kemp and Detlef Shrimp and oh, I'm sorry, sort of. No, you're you're fine. Even picks here. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you, the Rain Man. I'm so depressed that I didn't get a chance to get him. <laughs> is a six-time NBA All Star, and that is pretty much it because he gained a lot of weight and and a lot of children fought a lot of demons. <laughs> children <laughs> one of the jokes about him i think i don't that's allegedly i don't know this for a fact <laughs> he he had a drug problem didn't he yeah drug alcohol he had a lot of demons but man he was awesome on the court i'm gonna do it to you guys uh for my power forward i'm going a little undersized sometimes your grandfather just can't do it oh you're you son of a so you gotta call in grandma Ma. i'm gotta call in larry johnson you have no idea how angry I am. I know. <laughs> off a so angry. Off a trade right now. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I <laughs> I knew you was. I had this feeling. I was like, he's going to leave him. I can come back and get him. No. Everything's a-okay. I, I was leaving him because I was like, he's going to do the power forward. He's going to go with Larry Johnson. You know, it, it's going to be fine. Johnny likes these guys like Charles Barkley. It's going to be fine. And I'm just an undersized power forward is like my kryptonite. They're my favorite thing. <laughs> and I know we probably I know there is maybe some distension between him and Zoe. But still, I think Rudy Tom can wiggle it out as long as he doesn't get punched in the face. Uh, and my next guy is Penny Hardaway. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It was, I was looking to see who is going to be the first Hardaway taken Yeah, to choose between him or Tim, but I got to go. Since Penny's out there, I'm going to go Penny Hardaway. So Larry Johnson is a two only a two-time NBA All-Star, but still amazing, and NBA Rookie of the Year. And Penny maybe could have had more, but injuries, a four-time NBA All-Star, two-time first-team All-NBA. Oh, you've you've destroyed my soul. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You ripped it out in front of me and just showed Reed, me my heart. <laughs> Sean Kemp for him. I wanted Sean Kemp so badly. There's a reason. There's a reason I got Sean Kemp though, and I'm about to tell you with my next pick. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. All right, it's my turn again, right? Yes. All right, so I'm building something here. I want a team that can shoot, and I got that. I want a team that can pass, and I got that. Uh, from the center, and I uh, got a team that can just uh, really show some flash, but to really add some extra pizzazz to this flash, uh, my point guard is going to be none other than Jason Williams. Yes, yes. Oh, I completely <laughs> forgot about him. Play chocolate, baby. He was gonna yeah, be one of the point guard, one of the most fun players to have come around in a long time. Just watching him just drop these wicked passes <laughs> was just a fun thing to see. And I think he won a championship with the Heat. So. Uh... Yeah. Let's see. He, yes, he did. Uh, one-time NBA champion and NBA all-rookie first team. Was that Shaq? Was Shaq on that team? Yeah, 06. Yes. Yeah, yes. Shaq, they asked Shaq one time in an interview, sit down, interview, whatever, and he's like, it might have been around the NBA 75 time when they were like announcing all that stuff. And they asked him who his favorite, most fun player to play with, and he goes, it's no question, it's white chocolate. No, it's no question. <laughs> The, the funnest dude to be on a court with. It's because I, I love the way he drove defense is crazy because he, he's totally fine with just passing it. And, you know, at some point it's he gonna refers to actually yeah. a lot of interviews I saw with him. He's like, yeah, I would much rather pass it than have to score. <laughs> yeah. 
He's a Florida product too. So Brian, you are up two picks. I will take, hopefully filling my three spot. He has to. Paul Gasol. Paul's actually a four or five. Yeah, I don't think he's he's not a small forward whatsoever, my friend. Oh, Paul's a four or five. You're gonna have one heck of a tall team. You put yeah. him at three. <laughs> what are you doing? This isn't the mid '80s Rockets. I'm trying to spread the ball out and score. You can move Bosch to the five. Nah, because I want Dwight Howard. Or you. Could... <laughs> that's never been said before. <laughs> wow, that's a bold strategy, guys. Let's see how that plays off. You're gonna have one. I want. I want this team that Brad is building to be on every reality TV station <laughs> with this with this amazingness. Poor oh, pal. I don't even want to put him wait, on there. <laughs> didn't, didn't Dwight Howard get Stan Van Gundy fired? I think yeah, sure <laughs> before I think in Orlando, right? And then even after that, he still left anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna work this time. So who do you, you go with Dwight or I do want Dwight Howard, yes. So we're okay. And then, uh, man. I mean, you can go ahead and take Pal, just put him off your, put him on your bench. Yeah, put Dwight on the bench. Put one of them on the bench. Either way, that's on the bench. Heck of a bench player. Yeah. What do you got? All, All you right, got left go. to fill in your starting lineup is the three. Yeah, let's go super old school and impress at least one of the people in this room right now. Alex English. There you go. Um. I know nothing about this guy, but I was looking at all-time scores, and he's up there in all-time scoring. He's yeah, only he listed as a small. Oh, that's yeah, okay. that's what you're drafting. Jeez. Yep. <laughs> I was looking. One of the rare times it actually works out for me. <laughs> My was, idea behind I was Dwight, though, five. Huh? My idea behind Dwight was this. All right, all right, that I, I need a guy that's going to be a little reckless underneath the hoop because – all I'm doing is raining threes, and I would love a guy that's literally just going crazy trying to get the ball. And when he was at his prime, who who out rebounded him? Like nobody out rebounded him. He wasn't always or, a Orlando. Player. Orlando version of him is an incredible player. Orlando built a wonderful the the team that Orlando built around him were kind of like you have it a little bit here with a guy like Mano. Is these guys just shot threes and Dwight just went crazy grabbing mm-hmm. boards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was my strategy the whole time. <laughs> so Dwight Howard is a one-time NBA champ, eight-time NBA All-Star, five-time NBA First Team, three-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year, four-time All-Defensive NBA First Team, and he was a All, all NBA All-Rookie First Team as well. Alex probably, English, yeah, this is a guy that I probably missed his prime years. A lot of us probably did, but I heard was like the most one of the most amazing scorers ever. Eight-time NBA All-Star, and then he won the scoring championship in 83, which considering who was out there in 83 is pretty impressive. Impressive, impressive. I just uh, can't wait to see what happens. I mean, Brian's team on the court may be fun, but I think his team's going to be way more fun off the court. (laughs) TMZ's calling already. (laughs) We're making it on the ESPN one way or another. (laughs) Your team's making money somehow, that's for sure. Johnny's just mad because I got like the all North Carolina team going here. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty annoyed by that. <laughs> pretty annoyed. All right. Uh so it's my go, correct? Yep. I need a shooting guard to start. I don't have one yet, so I'm gonna go uh with another Charlotte Hornet that I loved. He started out as a Laker though, Eddie Jones. Love Eddie Jones. 
Eddie Jones is the man. Not only is he great on defense, but he was quick and he could slash to the basket and he could also shoot. So you got Eddie Jones as my shooting guard. So criminally underrated. Another guy nobody really talks about that was so good for, it might not have been a long period of time, but he was very good at what he did. Oh, yeah. Uh, three-time NBA All-Star and all, uh, NBA All-Rookie first team as well. I love Eddie Jones. Uh, so what do I need? I need a three. I need a three, and then I could start off my bench. Uh, small forwards. I'm going to probably do something a little bit crazy here. Don't mind if I do. And you guys might think I'm nuts. <laughs> and I'm looking at what I want to do and what I need. If you're done being stupid, I have more. I'm going Chris <laughs> Mullen. Ah, that got it. There goes that guy off my bench. Uh, I think as a starter, I don't. I have two guys in prime Penny and prime Vince Carter that can run the floor. I have Alonzo, who's very physical. Larry Johnson's very physical. I just need that guy that can just shoot, sit back, ball bounces in his hand. He knocks it down from the three, and we start the whole process over. Plus, he was also part of. Uh, one of the greatest run three, TMC. Yeah. Run TMC <laughs> that never yeah. actually won and really won anything. Uh, Chris Mullen is a five-time NBA all-star one time, all NBA first team. And that is it there. Now we're on our bench. I love this guy so much. Probably not the baddest of the bad boys, but he's still a bad boy. Mr. Joe Dumars. Yeah. I can't say it enough over Mr. Joe Dumars. Just and he's uh, Jordan also says he's the best defender that he's ever faced. Two-time NBA champion, Finals MVP, six-time NBA All-Star, and four-time NBA All-Defensive Team. And he was also All-Rookie First Team as well. Nice, nice. All right, <laughs> my first bench player, man. Uh, who do I want to take first on my bench here? All right, he still technically plays, but he's on the last. Leg of his career, uh, but when he was in Minnesota, this guy was 30 points and 10 rebounds a game easily. And an amazing shooter for his size on top of that. But, but I mean, this is a guy who'd hit threes and grab like 20 rebounds in a game. It's incredible. I'm going to go with Kevin Love coming off my bench. Oh, why did I think Tom Gugliotta? I can see it. <laughs> it's kind of, you know. <laughs> I need to stop thinking so old. I was like, is he picking Tom Gugliotta? I, you were thinking Minnesota, yeah. <laughs> I, in Minnesota, he's a guy who could shoot up. and rebound. Yeah, I was thinking, but, but Kevin Love was another level when he's in yeah. Minnesota with that. Uh, Kevin Love, one-time NBA champion, five-time NBA All Star, most improved player, and that is it for Mr. Kevin Love. Mm, my right, turn. Right. I yes. can do this now. Uh, yeah, let's go with a guy that is from the school that I root for. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines, and uh, let's go with the guy that made one of the biggest blunders in <laughs> March Madness history. I do, but a phenomenal player. player regardless. He I'm was. actually surprised that he lasted this long because he's one of those. If you just type in biggest nubs of this uh, NBA '75, Chris Weber's name is one of those names that's brought up. So I don't, I don't want him to slip too much further down the board. Uh, so C Web, welcome aboard, sir. And now with my second pick, which after this, I would have two more or just one more. I have been keeping track. Let me go look. <laughs> the thing I always, about Chris Weber. Yeah. Guy had all the talent in the world, but I feel like he never had that that it thing. That 
hop on my back, game changing it thing. Like I just didn't see the the I don't want to say leadership, but like I know what you're saying, but he that, was an easy twenty and ten easily. He he was, and that that was you know great talent wise. But could he be? He was never something like Kobe had, Michael had, Magic had. You know those guys that were just like we're we're not laying down. We're we're not laying down. We're not doing this. And I thought Chris Webber always felt like he should just ah whatever. Maybe I'll just lay down. He definitely didn't strike me ever as a guy that was leave it all on the court no matter what. But if you did watch him after he makes a huge blunder, like, you know, that moment in his career kind of set everything going forward. Oh, yeah. You just feel like he he was that close to being one of the greatest teams of all time, and he's the reason they weren't. And then the rest of his career just kind of seemed like it went like that, which is he's supposed to be the guy, but he just never was. And you're right. Pretty, there's something about him that he just never had that it factor. And but. I know him and Jalen Rose don't get along very well, but Jalen Rose even kind of alluded to it too. You know, he just never had that. And it always seemed like that during those Kings and Lakers series. Like no, Kobe and Shaq were like, hey, we're going to do whatever it takes to win. And well, the refs, the refs helped. Let's not, let's not, oh, lie come ourselves. on. Oh, that is, is considered not. fact. <laughs> and fun fact, too, Michigan's loss was to North Duke. Carolina. Sure was. Yeah. <laughs> we also lost to Duke. I don't know which one you're talking about. Anyway, <laughs> that was before I was a diehard. Um, this guy's son played for michigan if that's a segue and then also played alongside uh chris weber i do believe at one point right maybe not oh tim hardaway uh, good point guard very good and his son his son is currently playing for the mavericks i believe master yeah. of the crossover he was, he was awesome at michigan easily one of my favorite players to ever play he want to talk about a guy that left it all on the court the Tim Hardaway Jr. played his ass off for Michigan. It was, oh, his, his dad, he got that from his dad. Yeah, his his dad believed it on the court, too, for sure. In a <laughs> lot of ways, I actually think his, his, Jr. is a little bit better than his dad. His dad, I think, just was a part of better teams. Uh, Jr. was stuck with the Knicks. Uh, Tim Hardaway was a beast. He was. They play different. Yeah, Jr. Jr. Jr.'s an outside player. Tim this was, is a this is a this is a show topic for another time where we're fathers and sons, but who Tim, who was better? <laughs> senior 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 had some dog in him. Oh, if yeah. you watch those series, like when they paired up uh, Tim Hardaway and Zoe against the Bulls, like those were some monster series, especially with the Nick. But Chris Weber, as I just kind of bad mouthed him in a way, he was a five time NBA All Star, one time All NBA First Team. Uh, NBA Rookie of the Year and NBA All-Rookie First Team as well. And Tim Hardaway, he was five-time NBA All-Star, one-time NBA First Team, NBA All-Rookie First Team as well. And he went to UTEP. That's right, UTEP. UTEP. Another part of Run TMC. Yeah. Will Mitch, Rich, will Mitch Richmond make one of our teams? We'll find out. Mitch Richmond has got to be one of the most underrated NBA players ever. That dude was good too. He was very solid. He just had that thing of he played for the Kings before they were actually good. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next bench player. I think I'm going to take him before Andrew continues his Carolina 
<laughs> stealing of players. Uh, so I'm going to get Anton Jameson from my bench. This dude uh, could score like it was nothing. Um, the, the fable is the reason he was able, his uh, shot was so high in an arch is because he would practice on like a 15 foot tall basket. That's what he would practice on. Uh, but he had back-to-back 50-point games at one point. Uh, one heck of a player. And rebounders. And I'm going to Antoine Jameson. Antoine Jameson, two-time NBA All-Star and one-time six-man of the year. I need – I got Joe Dumars on my bench. Who do I want to put on my bench? I should do it, but I, I don't know if I want him. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Nobody's picked this guy. I'm going T-Mac. Oh, yeah. Yep. Nobody's picked Tracy McGrady. You're putting the you're making the Raptors again with the cousins. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't realize that. <laughs> and I gotta go for kind of a tweener. I feel like I need to fill out like tweener big man. Or maybe not. Um you know what? I'm going to Kimbe. Wagging a finger. Yeah. Even though he's more of a traditional center, but I can move around guys with only eight people with him and Zoe. But I'm oh, actually he's definitely a center. Yeah, no nothing else. He can't shoot. <laughs> no. I'm very, very defensive center oriented. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> I like the defensive centers. You need that's why I had to. That's why I had to get shooting. So when our teams play, I can at least have shooting because I'm not getting anything down low. <laughs> no, you're not. It is, the floor is open. T-Mac, though, is a seven-time NBA All-Star, two-time All-NBA First Team, and was NBA Most Improved Player, Mr. Dikimbe Mutombo. Was eight-time NBA All-Star and four-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year, three-time NBA All-Defensive First Team, and NBA Rookie First Team as well. So that finishes off my team. And I'll read them all off at the end. All right. This is my last pick. I am torn. I have two point guards I'm trying to choose from here. Uh, One of them is a beloved Charlotte Hornet, of course, one of the smallest players to ever play. And the other one was also drafted by the Hornets right before they moved to New Orleans. Uh, They're both great in their own ways, but I think I'm going to go with the latter because he was so explosive and uh, for a little stretch there was one, probably one of the top point guards in the league. So I'm going to go with Baron Davis. I was writing down Chris Paul. (laughs) <laughs> no, I take Baron Davis over Chris Paul, but Chris Paul is probably a few, not probably he's a future uh, Hall of Famer. Baron Davis was pretty. He tried to make a comeback a couple of years ago as well. Yeah, knee problems. Another guy that kind of just got caught off by injuries. Uh, Baron Davis, two-time NBA All Star, and that pretty much falls into. You want to have fun though? You want to see a small guy just go around throwing down some vicious dunks? Look up some Baron Davis uh, videos. He was on that Warriors team that took the Mavericks, wasn't it? Yeah, he was. Yep. He has, he has a very famous dunk in that series, too, I believe. I didn't even have him on my list. I'm kind of mad about myself. Oh, we couldn't pick Chris Paul anyways. God, he's oh, on... he's on the list. And he's on the yeah. 75 list. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. So that's my team. Brian, who's your, uh, who are you filling your got? team out with? I'm closing it out. Huh? Okay. Uh, let's go for a guy, once again, that got endorsement from Shaquille or Neil. Um, Kind of at his, the end of his career, they cross paths. Um, but uh, one of the greatest na- uh, nicknames in NBA history, in my opinion, uh, Big Shot Bob, Robert Horry. Oh, I thought you were going to say. He's got like 20 championships. <laughs> I thought you were going to say AK-47. Oh, 
Oh, and oh, uh, Karolinko. Yeah, Andrew Karolinko. Yep. No, Robert Ori. He's he's the man. Yeah, he does. Just one. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So Robert Ori is seven NBA championship. Told you. (laughs) That's what he's got. So that's all you need, man. That's that's a resume right there, right? Hey, what's on your resume? Oh, seven championships. <laughs> I, I make big shots and I'm a, I have seven championships. Yeah. <laughs> it's four away from Russell. <laughs> but Brian's team is led by coach Stan Van Gundy. He has Dwight Howard, Chris Bosch, Alex English, Mano Ginobili, Kyrie Irving, Chris Weber, Tim Hardaway, and Robert Ori. Johnny's team is coached by Hubie Brown. And he has Vina Sabonis, Sean Kemp, Glenn Rice, Eddie Jones, Jason Williams, Kevin Love, Antoine Jamison, and Baron Davis. My team is coached by Rudy T. And I have Alonzo Mourning, Larry Johnson, Chris Mullen, uh, Vince Carter, Penny Hardaway, Joe Dumars, Tracy McGrady, and Dikimbe Mutombo. There's some good teams, man. Brian's is, is, is the most fascinating, though. <laughs> yes. I got to say... <laughs> He's got some players on there that I and a coach that I can't wait to see how these would interact. If if we were doing like all personality teams, like Brian <laughs> like, wins heads down. We're boom. nowhere near that one. Because <laughs> it like and then there's Chris Weber, quiet. And you got Dwight and Stan, Kyrie's yelling at somebody. Mano's just in the corner going, Can we just play basketball? And <laughs> oh man, that would that that's a that's a crime that team never happened. <laughs> I want that team to happen. <laughs> I, do too. I wish we could put it into a simulation. Oh man, that's what NBA two K's for. <laughs> they would go they would have like an amazing record, but there would be like if there was like a tabloid section, there'd be like yeah. such craziness. Just filled with them. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny's team is probably the last kind of flashiness, other than your guards. Hey, I got some flashy guards in Sean Kemp. That is true. Andrew's team would beat us all up in a dark alley. I know that much. That's what I want, though. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want that beat up in the dark alley type of feel on my team. Chris Muller. Andrew's a Andrew's a Detroit Piston at heart. I, I, it's, it's sad because I do not like those teams, but I respect them. The crap. <laughs> but that is the teams and. Uh, next episode, we are moving away from basketball. Johnny and I are going to be looking at the 30 for 30 and the story behind uh, John Spanos, who question mark bought the New York Islanders. So check check that out. And with that being said, on behalf of Johnny. Oh, Brian, you know what? I forgot. Plug your stuff. I forgot. Uh, yeah. All on the network. BICB, BICBP radio.com uh with these guys here uh crafting and drafting uh the Aaron grievances and the out of tune podcast that's it Very everyone good. knows and with that all being said i hope you had fun and catch you next time look at these hams the world's not flat